Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Felton. Yes. Raymond Felton right back. Seconds. Felton for What's up and welcome to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network presented by Bet Online. My name is Sam Dracula. With me is Raymond Felton. Raymond, how you doing? I'm good, man. How about yourself? Not bad. Not bad. Hope everyone had a, a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. New Year's Eve is right around the corner. Uh, and then 2023 is upon <laughs> us. So it's just flown by. I'm ready for this, for 2023 to come, for sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, the, the Hornets are, as we're recording this, Hornets played tonight against OKC. Um, the West Coast road trip just concluded. They went two and six. No, excuse me, two and four on the go. So we're going to talk about that, you know, coming off a road trip, first game back. It's like Star Wars night or something like that at the arena. I don't know why, but it's cool. Uh, there's some cool graphics with Terry Rozier looking like a Jedi. So, um, but yeah, we'll get into all that stuff and uh, what the outlook of this team is this next set of games here in this podcast. But until the, for now, let's take a quick break and We'll be right back. The NBA season is rolling on, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events whether that's football basketball hockey mma tennis boxing even golf head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit make sure to use the promo code believe b l e a v believe to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts all right, so Raymond, uh, right now the Hornets are 9-26, 14th in the Eastern Conference, 29th in the NBA, record-wise, second-best odds for <laughs> Wembenyama. Uh, like I mentioned before, um, they are two. They went 2-4 and four on the West Coast road trip with wins over the Sacramento Kings and the Los mm-hmm. Angeles Lakers, losses to Denver, Clippers, Portland, Golden State. You know, uh, injury report <laughs> is growing, unfortunately. Uh, as the Hornets get guys back, they're – Getting guys on the list. Cody Martin, Dennis Smith Jr. remain on the injury report. Nick Richards and Kelly Oubre making the first appearances of the season to the injury report. So let's start with the road trip because the injuries um, are going to be a common thing, I guess, the rest of the year. I just got to get used to the new, the new normal with this Hornets team right now. Mm-hmm. Um, coming off a road trip like this and then coming at home, what, what's the mentality? What, what, what mentality should these guys have? coming off this and finally being back in front of the home fans. You definitely want to try to get a win. That first game back home is always tough, coming off the road like that, um, coming back in your own building, you know, coming back in front of your fans. It's, it's, it's always tough. But at the same time, um, it's, a, it's a win that they need. It's a win that, you know, you want to get back in front of your fans. Um, it's a must win regardless. I mean, I think <laughs> – Pretty much at this point, most most of these games is a must win. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you coming off a road trip, you definitely want to try to get that first win. You know, getting back in front of the, um, like I said, in front of your fans and getting back in front of and get back in front of your building in your building. 
you know what I'm saying, to play. So Yeah, the Hornets are two and eight last ten games, so you know, balancing mm. that a little bit is gonna be crucial and having some uh, some home energy will be nice. Cause like, you know, I get to see Mark to see Mark Williams play um in Charlotte like real minutes. He's, he's uh since Nick Richards went out, I think he he stopped he's, he had an awkward landing um on the on, during the road trip. And uh we saw Nick sorry, we saw Mark Williams get his first of like real appearances of the season. Um two games. You know, not a lot to show for it, but the minutes are really what I think everyone should be focusing on versus the actual stats. Cause he's gonna make mistakes, you know, he's, he's a rookie. Um mm-hmm. but Largely, the numbers are okay, man. Like he's a he's a he's a pick and roller. He's a dunker, so his his percentage is going to be good, right? Seventeen minutes played on average in those two games, seven and a half points, four rebounds, a block, one point steal on average, right? Um, my question though is, you know, he's only playing because Nick Richards is hurt, right? Rich is going to come back sooner than later. Um, Clifford's not going to have a three man center rotation. Like that's not, that's not happening in today's NBA, right? So w- when When's enough enough, so to speak, when it comes to the center spot? And looking at Plumlee specifically, um, expiring contract, right? He's, he's over 30. He's not part of the long-term plans for this team. The record, you look at it, not great, right? Bottom of the league, pretty much. That's, when is it going to turn and the Hornets just go in on the youth and look to place Plumlee on a different team and open up space? for uh, Mark Williams to to get some run. I mean, if you're looking at it like that, you can do that at any time. You know, most teams probably not going to do it until all-star break during, a, um, during that period where you can, you know, when, during that period where they're doing a lot of trades, you know, people trying to figure it out, people trying to get better going into the second half of the season. Um, but for the most part, you know, I think they should have ended it, you know, with, with, with Plumlee. Uh, you got your young guy. You drafted him high lottery. You know, put him out there. See what he's got. See what he got. He's he's. We're trying to see if he is part of your future. Exactly. Yeah. You, know, you drafted him high, so put him out there and see if he is part of your future. You know, especially when you start off the season with all these injuries. You know, up and down with wins, and you know, to the point where, you know, you look like you're going to be back in the lottery again. You know, saying this year. So, um, I don't know. I mean. Teams take different approaches. Um, I just feel like if you draft a guy that high, you know, you should play him. But sometimes it's about situations. I've seen guys like you, like we talked about earlier. You see guys who get picked in the second round who plays more than a guy who's lottery pick. You know, and it's just all, it's all about what team you go to. Honestly, it's just really about what situation you're in. And sometimes it sucks. Yeah, it sucks to get drafted that high. <laughs> and it's just it, it's a, it's an added like sting when it comes to like the Hornets. They they technically drafted Jalen Duran as well, right? And they traded him mm-hmm. on draft day, and he's he's playing. All right, he's play, He has thirty four games played, right? Mm-hmm. Walker mm-hmm. Kessler went was drafted after Mark Williams. He was traded. You know who knows how much he would have played in Minnesota, but at Utah he's playing a ton. And you look at that. We got the center in between those guys, and mm-hmm. this guy's not touching the floor yet. Coloco, he's a second round pick. He's played 32 games for the Raptors. Orlando Robinson's been is was undrafted, like you mentioned, and he's played eight games for the Heat. So Williams, the those I think you know he'll get his games by the time the season's over. Is this right now? This is the first like this is the beginning phase of it. But I don't want him 
if he starts building momentum, what I would hate to see is for him to lose a spot once Nick Richards gets back. Because I, I like Nick Richards. I want to mm-hmm. see a front court pairing, of those, not pairing, but a rotation of those two guys mm-hmm. um, for the rest of the season, you know, because Plumlee is the, is the better of the three. He's a veteran. He's well, more, more well-rounded than both those guys. But, you know, if, if they're not winning games, what's the point? Let's see what we have in these guys and, exactly. and see who's worth keeping and who's worth, like, building around. And for Plumlee's sake, I'm sure he wants to win games too. Like, he's, you know, he's – He's on the back half of his career. Like, I'm sure he wants to be on a place where he can contend and be in the mm-hmm. playoffs potentially. So, um, yeah, like, I don't know. That's, I think that, I don't know what a trade looks like for Plumlee, but I think he help, he could help out a lot of squads in that secondary unit. Like, just look at what he was doing for Denver before he went to Detroit, right? He was, like, a, a key piece in that uh, the Jokic rotation uh, before he went uh, off to the Pistons. So... We'll see, man. I'm, I'm hoping for Mark Williams to continue to get some run. Hopefully, we can see more of him tonight. Because I'm going to watch him play. He's so big. I mean, yeah. He <laughs> he's is. massive. You know what I'm saying? And he's a guy that, you know, if you just put him out there, give him that experience so he can get used to the NBA game. And, you know, I think he could be more effective than what he is. He'll learn how to use his body, mm-hmm. use his length. You know, he's a he's a legit seven-footer, you know, who, like you said, has a big body. He ain't just – skinny, you know what I'm saying? So he's a guy that really could be a force, you know, if he's, you know, taught the right way and put given given him the experience. So I don't know. I mean, like I said, teams do different things, but I like I'm with you. I really hope they give him those minutes and then find a way to get Plumley to a contender team, you know. Um I would like to think Gordon Hayward is in the plans, but if he's not, you know, Guys like him, Ubre, yep. you know, I just try to get some 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 younger talent in there and um, build for the future. Honestly, no, you I know. mean, I think they're they're forced into that, you know, and I think mm-hmm. I think the fan base would understand given what's going on. And similar to like Plumlee, Ubre is a free agent in the summer, and I'm sure Kelly Ubre wants to win. And I don't think this Hornets team is going to be competitive next year, right? So. I have a hard time believing they keep Kelly Oubre unless they just go over the top and to, to keep him here. And so he, he's a piece worth building around. Like his, his age profile fits with like with the, the rest of the squad. But I think they're having a tough time keeping him. And I think moving him this season before he leaves for nothing, I think should very much be on the table. And if they move yeah. him, similar to Nick Richards, like Jalen McDaniels, for instance, uh, last 10 games or so, He's shooting 40% from three, but his volume was really low. Like, I want to see him getting more looks, right? I want to see if, he's a, if he can be a knockdown shooter in this league because guys like uh, Terry, like, so, for instance, Oubre and Terry Rozier are around 30% from three right now um, mm-hmm. with, like, double the attempts to McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Like, what if you just balanced out those shots out a little different, see what you got in McDaniels? He's been leading the charge off the bench, um, mm-hmm. which is nice, but, like, you know, he, they, the Hornets have to make a decision with him this summer. And mm-hmm. why not use this season to figure out what you got in Jalen McDaniels, unless they don't want him to run the price up? <laughs> so that may be a play too. But that'd, you know. be, that'd be part of it too. <laughs> so that'd you be know. part of that'd be part of the game too. Tell you, but um, they 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 got some promising young talent. You know, they got some talent over there. Period. You know, it's all about figuring it out what they're gonna do with the future. You know, what they're gonna do with Miles Bridges. You know, I saw him at the um, game and just to see those guys go there and fellowship with him, 
You know, they, they, they miss their guy. They miss their teammate. You know, what's going to happen with that situation? You know, so he's out there, but I think, you know, everybody's at this point is kind of just scared to touch him. You know, they don't know what to do, but I mean. So that. You know how I feel about it. Don't sign that man. Give him a second chance. But the, yeah, so we'll see. What would you put out a story on a as a Friday, so it's weird, right? Like I, I'm, I'm from a, I have a news background. I, I, I study journalism in school, and mm-hmm. when you hear when news comes out on a Friday on a holiday weekend, it's mm-hmm. always like, all right, this is something that companies or whoever's putting it out, are, they're putting it out because they want to, but they don't want it too much attention. It's kind of like testing the waters. They're trying to hide bad news, and this Woj report on a, on Christmas weekend on a Friday it seems the timing seems so weird and then Bridges being at the at the Lakers game that night is just very strange like I'm sure that's a like total like agent on an agency side of things not the Hornets are trying to do anything with it but mm-hmm. I don't know that there's been no news since um it's just very weird to me that the way the news came out not that it came out because it's not a surprise like I I fully expect him for him to be back with the Hornets it just just made me raise an eyebrow, and then on like, Woj is moving nuts. With he put out the hey, the Harden story on Christmas Day that <laughs> he wants to use. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was let like, him like, live. What, it's Christmas, like allow it. What is going on? <laughs> yeah. So what did he say about Miles Bridges? I didn't see that story. Oh, so the story was Friday that that Bridges and the Hornets are gaining are gaining traction, which is also not really a thing. Like, of course, like it's it's not news. Of course, they're talking. They have to be mm-hmm. talking. They have mm-hmm. to, and they're they're trying to figure out like a what, um, what's it say? I like what Bridges would do, like in the Charlotte community as well, right? They have mm-hmm. his the the results of his court case that he played no contest to, and then you have whatever the league does, which is still a question mark. Um, what the league does, and then whatever what the hornets are going to do contract wise with him cuz i think I, I had it wrong this whole time i thought he was going to be an unrestricted free agent this summer but he's going to be a restricted free if he, if he doesn't sign he'll be a restricted free agent again this summer so this is going to be a, a, a redo basically of this past offseason so it's very weird it's a lot of non news news and that's why it's so weird to come out on a friday on a christmas weekend um, that's not a, like not even a conspiracy thing. It's just a weird when when people release news like that on a Friday. It's a bit like, huh? and then on a holiday, no less. But yeah, um, yeah. Woj plus that plus <laughs> on Christmas Day, say James Harden wants to leave Philly, opt out of his deal and go to uh, Houston. And then James Harden's like, man, come on, like it's Christmas. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, why, why are you gonna do that on a game day? It's just very weird from from Woj there. But um, we'll see what happens, man. I don't know. I have no idea what to expect. I assume. Whenever he signs, that the the league is going to suspend him, um, but it's not happening until he signs. But I don't know what's going on right now. Like what 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 kind of positioning is going on? What kind of like negotiating is going on right now? So I'm pretty sure they, I'm pretty sure they're talking. They're having a conversation. His agent, you know, I think he's with Clutch Sports, right? Yeah, he's a clutch guy. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, they're already talking to the league to see how severe it's going to be, how many games. He's gonna to have to miss when he do come back. So you know, all that stuff is is being talked about, being negotiated. You know, what I'm saying with the with the team. You know, what I'm saying so. You got to figure all that out. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here soon. 
Yeah, it was uh, you sitting next to Scotty Pippen too. I was like, it was a bit, it was a weird like visual. Same Miles Bridges sitting next to Scotty Pippen. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> right underneath the bucket. So every time like they're on that side of the floor, you, you see Scotty Pippen and Miles Bridges sitting next to each other. Uh, <laughs> so you know the Hornets, like I mentioned before, they have OKC tonight. Um, I think SGA is gonna go nuts tonight. Um, we'll find <laughs> yeah, out. Man. I think we put up forty tonight. SGA, man, he got game. Man. He's so fire. Man, and they play hard too. That's yeah. the thing about it. Like, this ain't no, this ain't no game where you could be like, all right, you know, we can, we can win this. Y'all can, you can win this game. It's definitely, it's definitely a winnable game. But let me tell you something about OKC. They play hard. They got a top three candidate for MVP, in my opinion, right now. The way he's playing, mm-hmm. um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a dog fight, man. I'm telling you right there. <laughs> Yep. You know, they'll be they I've seen this team be down twenty points at halftime, come out in third quarter, and next day I know they up six. Like that's just the type of team, the type of fight they got. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be wary of that. Like this team here, don't give up. They're gonna play all the way to the end and they play extremely hard. And SGA is a problem for any defender. Oh yeah. And like I there the Hornets perimeter defense as far as you know, keeping guys out from driving into the lane hasn't mm-hmm. been great, and that's what SGA does. So I just like you know, <laughs> if, I, if you if you do if you're in a fantasy sports, I'm not into that stuff typically. But like, if uh, that's a good pickup, SGA tonight. <laughs> uh, but uh, and, and the Thunder specifically, they're coming off a win a couple nights ago against San Antonio. They lost to the Pelicans in overtime, and then three straight wins over Memphis and Portland. They played Portland twice. Uh, the 19th to 21 and beat them both times. Like this OKC team is very good. This isn't the OKC team of last year, right? They're they're coming after you. And uh it's gonna be a hard, hard matchup for the Hornets. Um so we'll see, we'll see how they respond. Uh the Hornets it's not getting easier for the Hornets, you know, now that they're home, by the way, because they got the Nets who are on fire right now, um, on oh Saturday. My goodness. <laughs> they don't want what, ten in a row? Yeah, Nets on smoke well, right now. They so don't want cool. ten straights. Oh my goodness! That's that's New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, Nets coming to town, and uh, yeah, the Hornets got to deal with that. They got the Lakers mm. on uh, the second, and then the Grizzlies, Bucks, and then Pacers. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough. It's good. It's gonna stay a tough set of games <laughs> for the Hornets. It's not gonna be favoring a lot of these matchups, but yeah, Thunder, Nets, Lakers, eh. and then the Grizzlies on the fourth. It's gonna be interesting, man. We'll see what this team is made of in this homestand. That's the that's the four game homestand coming up, and then they go back on the road for Milwaukee and Indiana on the sixth and eighth. Mm-hmm. So, come, come, is there is there a number in mind, or you just go day by day, day by day with like, all right, can we get two out of four in this homestand? Day by day. Just day by day. Day by day. Hey. You know, dealing with injuries, dealing with you know, they they already planning for the future, planning for. What's going to happen during the trade during the trade period? Like, there's so many other things that they got going on that they just got to just go game for game. Yeah, yeah, can't. And then I, you really, they really can't afford to not go game by game because, like, they could. For instance, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. is questionable, and Ubre is doubtful for tonight. So whether they play or not, we'll see. But they may not be available tonight, but they may be available in two nights, right? So it's going to be a completely different team, if, especially if both those guys come back at mm-hmm. the same time. 
you know. So this this Hornets team is so like fluid, and it's really hard to to even know what to fully expect from the squad. And what, what's up with his ankle? Why is this? Why has it been so long? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he re-aggravated nothing or something like that. But yeah, it's just he's been, how long has he been out for? We, we don't, wow. it's been it's been a long time it's been that heat series from like no, november like lamello got hurt and came back since smith has yeah, been that's what I'm so he's been out his last game was november 23rd and that's one two three six seven eight that's a whole that's a whole that's seven, for sure 17 games he's been out mm, uh, so mm, mm, mm. Hopefully he gets back here soon. Because, again, going back to the defense thing, could really use him on uh, SGA tonight. <laughs> and definitely against Kyrie when they uh, mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve. But mm. we'll see, man. We'll see, you know. If you ain't got no good wheels, you don't want to be driving. You don't want to be guarding them two dudes. Oh, no. no you end up on Twitter <laughs> on the wrong end of a highlight if you're not careful. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I think that should do it for this week's episode. This will be the last episode of 2022. We'll be back in the new year, 2023. Uh, happy New Year to everybody out there in advance. Happy New Year to you, Raymond. Man, yeah, my brother. Happy New Year to you too. <laughs> happy New Year to all the fans out there in Charlotte. To all the fans, period. Happy New Year. Um, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a good year, man. It's been some iconic numbers being put up. It's been some. Big time numbers being put up. I got a chance to see Luca put his yeah. numbers up live the other <laughs> night. You know what I'm saying? I got a chance to see that 60, 20, and 10. You know, that was live. I mean, you know, the numbers that these that these young guys is putting up today, man, is it's crazy. It's crazy. It's like, you know, how the game is evolving, the game is changing, the game is faster, the game is is more points. I mean, it's crazy. Every night you see a team scoring over 120 some points every time they step on the court on both ends. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you're looking at people scoring 160. <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, is is it is it no defense at all, or is just you know the scoring the scoring level is 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 at all time high? You know, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking at these games and it's. I mean, it's fun to watch. It is. You know, I get a little aggravated sometimes with some of these young guys, you know, complaining so damn much with the referees. Oh, my God. That's one part of the game that I don't like now. Yeah. The whining and complaining and looking at the referees every time they drive to the basket, you know, but that's what they're accustomed to. When you make the game soft, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get that from them. So, but other than that, it's been fun. It's been a fun season so far. So, you know. Going into the going into the new year, you know, it's just I guess let's keep this excitement going and let's continue to keep watching some good basketball. Yeah, if you're going out on New Year's, stay safe. Get stay a driver, safe. you know, just take care of yourself. Make sure you make <laughs> it into 2023. Don't do anything stupid. It's crazy out there um, mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve. Uh, so, yeah, I think that'll do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Believe in Hornets podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by Bet Online. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host 
by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.